Good afternoon, everybody. Eric Lofholm here, joined by my partner, Dr. Donald Moyne. We're going to get started here in just a little bit. If you're watching here live, type into the chat. Let us know what part of the world you're joining us from. If you're watching the recording, let us know in the chat what part of the world are you joining us from. I'm going to get us started off with our we have a little intro video that I always love showing. So we're going to play that and then we'll officially get started. Let's, uh, here we go. Good afternoon, everybody. Eric Lofholm here, joined by Dr. Donald Moyne. Welcome to our weekly influence show. Dr. Moyne, how are you doing today? Having a great day. I was just telling Eric before we started recording that I worked over the weekend. You know, uh, a lot of things happened in the last week. Silicon Valley Bank failed. I started getting a lot of calls. I work with a lot of financial planners. So I ended up working all day Saturday and Sunday. Had a busy day today, and I'm really looking forward to this show. We have such an exciting topic. Awesome. Well, today we're going to be talking about sales scripting. And uh, I want to start off with a little script, which is if you're here watching live or watching the recording, type into the chat and let us know where are you joining us from. And also let us know if you've been on our show before, type that into the chat as well. And with our topic today, Dr. Moyne, about sales scripting, why don't we go back to the beginning? Because I learned scripting from you. So I'd never even heard of it until you and I met. So let's go back to how did you learn about sales scripting? Wow, that's an interesting question. I, I don't think you've ever asked me that in an interview. Um, I was working my way through college as a salesman. And to get a PhD in psychology, it takes about nine years of college. And I noticed, I, I started studying a couple of the superstars at the companies I was working for. And I noticed that they would take notes on things. They would have little scraps of paper that they would write notes on. And I said, what are you writing down? And they said, oh, I'm writing down a script. I just thought of a great script to use with a prospect or, or a customer or a client. And, and I collect these. And I thought, wow, that is interesting. So I said, show me your scripts. So they were usually little ragtag uh, collections of notes, notepads, disorganized. And I thought, what would happen if I took a scientific approach to this and really organized this and collected scripts from all kinds of different uh, great salespeople? And I started doing it for myself. My sales went up. I made enough money when I was a graduate student earning my PhD at University of Oregon. I bought a house in the same neighborhood where my college professors uh, were living, which kind of blew their minds. So this convinced me of the power. Really what we're talking about, folks, is the power of being prepared for anything that your prospect or your, your client or your customer says and having responses that are so beautiful, so powerful, so sexy that, you know, the chances of them doing business with you skyrocket. 
And over the years and the decades, I've, I've really done my best to turn this into a science. And Eric has joined me in this pursuit. Excellent. And um, when it comes to scripting, where did you get the idea to, you've written many, many, many script books. And so talk about that idea of um, creating these script books. And um, also, I'm going to give you two, two ideas here. The other one is a lot of people, as you know, resist scripting. And they're like, well, I don't want to oh, yeah. be canned, mechanical, mm -hmm. inauthentic. So talk about that idea of resistance to scripting and then how you ended up creating so many of these, um, these script books. Okay. Well, it is just people, and I encounter them all the time, I, even now, even today, uh, you know, who say, I don't use scripts. I'm against scripts. And there are, there are a number of sales trainers who say, you don't have to use scripts. Just be yourself. Be natural, as if scripts are unnatural. So how did, how did this crazy state of affairs even come up? Why are salespeople against using one of the most powerful tools, probably the most powerful tool you can ever have. I know personally, I've made more money from scripting than any other sales skill in the world. And I've made millions of dollars. My clients, I've had two clients who have made over a billion dollars in increased sales in one year time period. Nothing else changed. The only thing we changed were the sales presentations. One of them was a big bank. Another one was a pension management company. Over $1 billion in increased sales. So the reason that salespeople don't like, some salespeople are closed-minded about scripts, is that bad salespeople use bad scripts. Let me be honest with you. Bad salespeople use bad scripts. And they've kind of given the idea of scripting a black eye. But what you have to remember is that sales superstars use powerful scripts. I work with people. Some of my clients make 10 times more money than other people in their field. You can do this in real estate. You can do this in financial planning. You can do this in insurance and a variety of other fields. They're selling the same product, the same services as other people in their company. And they make 10 times more money, they sell 10 times more, sometimes 20 times more. So how can you do that? The product's the same, the service is the same, the difference is the quality of the words. The quality of the words makes all the difference. If you think about it, ask yourself this question, why am I not making more money? Why are you not making more money? There's only a few answers if you, if you logically analyze it. Number one, you got a bad product. Number two, you have lousy service. I doubt that that's true. If you if your company's products were terrible, you are you're, you you people are smart. I see a lot of our friends, our regulars on the show. I see some new names here. They've typed in, and I want to welcome all of you um, and tell your friends about the show. So your the problem's not with your product. Maybe you know no no. And by the way, no company has the best products in the world. It's a competition. You know. That's what makes our economy so strong is that companies are competing against each other. 
the one thing you have control over you and by the way you can't redesign your product you can't say well i i'm selling hewlett packard computers i'm going to redesign the computer and come up with a better computer that's how I'm, i'll get more sales no you can't do that and you can't change the prices sometimes people say oh dr moyne they have a pity party oh dr moyne our prices suck they're so high if they lowered the prices i could sell more you can't just suddenly say it's monday march 13th i declare a sale of our products your company president probably will not be very happy so the one thing you can control is the quality of your words and that's all you need to control to skyrocket your sales the other question eric asked me and i'll answer very quickly is how did i write all these script books i've written about 50 script books for about 50 companies it's because i figured out early in my career i would go in there and I would start talking about their sales superstars and, you know, the president or vice president of sales, whoever I got to speak to, they're always very proud of these people. And I say, how do they do it? How do they do it? And they, they can explain part of, oh, they work harder. They get here earlier. They, they, they work longer hours. I say, but there's more to it than that, right? Yeah, there is. That they have this certain magic. They have this certain charisma. They're just able to, you know, whatever it is. And I said, what well, do you think the words they're using, are they using, are they doing higher quality presentations than the other salespeople? Oh, yes, absolutely, Dr. Moyne, absolutely. I say, how would you like it if there was a way to capture the power of their words and organize it and give it to your average salespeople? Would that raise their level of success? If they, at their fingertips, if they could have the words of the superstars, would that make them a little bit more successful? And they would say, oh, yeah, that makes them a lot more successful. So I said, OK, I've got the methodology for, for doing that. I, I, can, I can prove it to you. I can give you testimonials. You can call them up. So I was able to sign up a lot of companies, including some very big companies, to hire me to study their superstars and create what I call mastermind script books. And that's how I've written 50 of them, more than anyone else, I think, on the planet in my career. It's a lot of work to do that, but I've done 50 of them at this point. Fantastic. Well, I want to share um, a story that I don't know, Dr. Moyne, if I've told you the story or not. I, I may have, uh, but it'll be new for our listeners. And after I tell the story, I want to I want to get into some practical ideas of how can our listeners harness the power of sales scripting to increase their sales results. And this is a story back in the 1990s when I was working for Dante Pirano in the real estate education industry. And uh, Tony Martinez, my friend and somebody who you've coached extensively, and you had worked with Tony on his front of the room presentation. And Tony left Dante's organization to start his own company. And they needed somebody to do the presentation. And I had been Tony's assistant. And so I was in my early 20s. They came to me. They offered me to do it. And I don't think they offered it to me because they were confident. In <laughs> it was like, the seminars this weekend, we've got nobody. <laughs> Let's throw you in. And so I remember going to Idaho, Boise, Idaho. And it's just a small little audience. So it was 21 people there. And I was selling a $1,495 land parcel. And uh, I think that they would have been happy if I sold one. I would have been happy if I sold one, except 
I had the script <laughs> that you and Tony had created and I hadn't learned it that well because I didn't have that much time, but I did have the script. I understood the essence of it and I delivered the essence of it. And I sold nine out of 21, which is over 40%, which is like, that's like a master closers ratio. Mm -hmm. And that was because of the power of the words. Um, had I not had the script, I probably would have sold zero or one. So uh, that made me a believer in the power of words because I had the words of a sales champion. And in my career, you know, the rest is history. Um, let's talk about some things that people can do, whether they sell real estate or cars or insurance. What are some, some ideas that come to mind for you of specific things they could do to make their presentation more persuasive? Okay, I'm going to answer that, but first I have to comment on that story because, folks, you have no idea what Eric is talking about, how difficult this sale is. These, these are people in Boise, Idaho. When they woke up that morning, they thought, I'm going to a real estate seminar. I'll learn how to invest in real estate. They had no idea that when they left that seminar, they would own a piece of land in Texas. I think you were selling land in Texas, right? That particular project was Nebraska, but it could have been Texas. Oh, Nebraska. Okay. Matter. It could have been Texas. Yeah. They were in different states. And by the way, this is, we're not talking about a piece of uh, a house or anything that's going to produce income. This is a piece of dirt that they're going to go there and buy a piece of dirt they've never seen, never walked on in another state. And that is what Eric sold. It takes a very powerful script to do that. So some practical tips. First of all, folks, there are, are, are actually, I want to give you a golden nugget to write down because I, I want to increase your self-confidence along with increasing your knowledge. So write this down in your notes. My words can make me rich. My words can make me rich. Write that down. Your product's not going to make you rich. There's a lot other people with selling the same product, other people with maybe better products. Your service, it's important, but it's not going to make you rich. Your words will make you rich. So when you think about scripting, a lot of people think only about scripts to handle objections. Those are very important. You know, when someone raises a, a, a difficult question or they stall you, sometimes you have to deal with stalls where they don't actually say no. They say, I want to think about it. I'll be back later. You know, in the car business, they call them be backs and they almost never come back. Uh, and, uh, and, and just outright objections. You know, some people will say to you, I will never buy a product like this. I will never, I'll never buy this car. I'll never buy this, whatever it is. So that's only one type of script. What I want you to write down in your notes and think about is that everything you say is a script. Everything you say is a script. This was mind-blowing to me when I realized it as a young man that um, from the first words out of your mouth, you have introductory scripts. You have question scripts. You want to find out their needs. What are they most interested in buying? What problem do they want to solve? What joy do they want to have in their life? If you're selling travel, let's say, or some other pleasure-based thing. Um, and there, there's actually about 15 or so different types of scripts, but I'd like you to start by thinking about your opening scripts. Those are crucial. 
your questioning scripts, what I call discovery scripts, and then your scripts to handle objections and questions. And of course, your closing scripts, you know, th those, those are some of the most powerful. And let's jump into talking for a few moments about objection handling scripts, because we all have to deal with objections. We all have to deal with, we hear difficult questions at times. And you want to, here's a real practical tip, right? You can write this down. Identify, write a list of every objection you get. Here's the good news. In most areas of sales, there's only about 12 to 18 objections you are ever going to hear. There's not a hundred different objections. If you're selling real estate or you're selling insurance or you're selling financial services or uh, it could be industrial equipment, whatever it is, there's a limited number and there's only like three or four that any one person's going to raise. No one's going to raise all 15 objections. So that should make you feel good. But you want to start, it's like the philosophy of know thy enemy. And, and uh, these objections are the enemies of your closing sales. So you want to, first of all, know what you're dealing with. It, it amazes me how many salespeople, I've, I used to get, before COVID, I used to get hired to go on sales calls with people. Uh, companies would hire me and they'd say, hey, go out, go out in the field with this person and, um, you know, uh, help them out, find out what they're doing well, you know, basically coach them, listen to them. I would be introduced as, you know, the, the assistant or the new hire or whatever. And uh, I helped a lot of people close sales when I would go out on sales calls with folks. And it would always just blow my mind when people would be hit with a, an objection and they would have that startled look in their eyes. You know, the, 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 the deer in the headlight look like I've never heard that before. And they would, they would uh, stumble. They, they, you know, trip over their own feet. They were unprepared. Uh, write this down in your notes. Scripting is a powerful method of preparation. You want to be prepared for anything. If you've ever had a legal issue, you've, gone through a divorce, you've gone through a bankruptcy, you've had any legal issue where you've had to go to court, you want your attorney to be prepared. You don't want him to or her to stumble into the courtroom and have the judge ask a predictable question or have the opposing counsel uh, raise something you know is going to come up and to have your attorney stumbling for words, having that startled expression on their face. So it's, it's simply... It's, it's what all professionals do. All professionals prepare. All great athletes prepare. And in sales, since we make a living with our words, you have to prepare your words. Write this down in your notes. Whoever has the best words wins. Whoever has the best words wins. If your prospect if their words, if their objections are a higher quality and more powerful than your responses, they think they're going to win. They're actually going to lose because they're not going to get your great product. They're not going to get your great service. But whoever has, and that also applies to our children. You know, if you see parents who are out with their kids in a restaurant or wherever, 
you know, they sometimes have disagreements. Parents have, I had dis disagreements. My wife and I had disagreements with our, our son. And children often win those fights because they have more flexibility. They will say things and do things that are, you know, parents tend to be pretty rigid in, in their range of responses. So you want to be very flexible. I, I want to give share one more insight with you, Golden Nugget, and I'm going to turn it back over to Eric. I know he has a lot of great things to share. Folks, you want to have, write this down, have different responses for different personality types of people. Some people are highly dominant. They, these are the power brokers. These are you know, powerful people. They usually speak in a powerful way and they want quick answers. They want direct answers. They don't want you to pussyfoot around with some long-winded explanation. You need scripts, you need responses that talk their language. There are other people that are called expressives. These are people who, uh, they like to have a good time. They, they laugh a lot. They have to enjoy being with you. You have to make the sales experience very pleasurable. If you're real direct with them, if you're short with them, you're going to lose the sale. They have to enjoy the experience of being with you. And you need certain kinds of scripts for them. There are a lot of people that are uh, sociable people. They need to, they're, they're kind of slow to warm up. They're very nice, warm people, but you have to take your time, a little, a little bit more time. You need a lot more uh, scripts for trust building. And there are other people who are analytics. And these are the people that need facts. They don't just want general information or, uh, or to feel good, but they want to know the facts as to why this product is better, why this solution is better, why you're recommending uh, this um, retirement portfolio design as compared to that one. So you want to be flexible. You want to have a range of responses. The problem with a lot of salespeople is that for any given objection, they only have two or three canned responses they use with everyone. And then when they encounter someone with a different personality style and it doesn't work, they say, oh, Dr. Moynig, I, I hear this from people, uh, scripts don't work. I tried this script on this guy, it didn't work. I said, well, tell me, about, tell me about the guy. What was he like? What kind of clothing was he wearing? What, what was his speech style like? What kind of car did he drive? Oh, he drove a big black Mercedes. Uh, you know, he, he wore a power suit. And, then, and they gave the guy some, you know, soft, friendly response to it, answer to his question, or a, a, like a, a more lighthearted, uh, in, you know, they tried to make it the, the whole experience really enjoyable, but they didn't talk the power language. So you, you want to be, this is the most respectful way of selling to your people, is read them, understand them as individuals and talk their language. Eric, I'm going to turn it back over to you. Fantastic, Dr. Moyne. Those are great ideas. And, and I do love talking about this topic because it's it's made such a difference for me. And, and I want all of you to um, to think about something. And, and I, I know there's a number of you that are watching live and a number of you watching the recording. So I'm going to use a script right now to offer you a free piece of content. If you email me. And uh, I was interviewed by a top marketing consultant named Bill Glazer on sales scripting 
and it was about a 45 minute conversation and, and he recorded it. And so if you would like a copy of that recording, send me an email right now to eric at ericloffhome.com and just write the word script in the subject line. And then that lets me know that's what you want. So if you email me eric at ericloffhome.com, you write the word script in the subject line, I'll send you this piece of content. You can learn some additional ideas beyond today. Now, a number of you are going to do that. And the reason you're going to do that is because human beings respond in predictable ways. And I gave you a very clear instruction with a call to action. And because of that, I just know that that's what the response is going to be. And I want to share with you a, a different idea about scripting because scripting comes up everywhere. It's how we communicate with people. So last night, my wife and I went out to dinner and her, her tank was gas tank was at about a quarter tank. We were driving her car. And so I thought, you know, I'm going to fill up her gas tank, uh, but I'm going to do it as a surprise. So instead of doing it kind of like the boring way, like driving home, pull over at the gas station, fill up her tank, which she would have appreciated. I dropped her off at home, went and did a little errand, and then I filled up her, her tank. And then I got her a card. And I wrote, you know, I just wanted your day to get off to a great start. I filled up your tank. And then I put it inside of the where the, the, the speed thing in your car, you know, so right behind the steering wheel. And so um, I heard the garage door open, which meant she was about to get in the car. And I thought, I'm going to be getting a text in about 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough, I got this beautiful text and best husband ever and whatever else she said to be very, very kind, loving text. And I knew that was going to happen. Because that's mm -hmm. a likely response that a wife would have if she got a love note from her husband. And we've been married for seven years, so we're past the honeymoon phase. Um, so we can predict behavior. We can, If we send somebody a thank you note, if we do something kind for somebody, if you comment on somebody's social media post and say something nice, we know oftentimes what the response is going to be. So if you do that in your sales presentation... And you think about, well, what are the best probing questions to ask to truly identify the want, need, or problem that the prospect has that I can solve for them? What are the best ways to bring the benefits to life? What are the benefits and of the product or service? And how can I use prepared scripts to bring the benefits to life? And when you do this, it's like magic. It's not magic. <laughs> but it is like magic. It's harnessing the power of sales scripting. And I was just so fortunate to meet Dr. Moyne in the early 1990s. And I understood how powerful his ideas are. And so that's why we're, you know, 2023, 30 years later, whatever the math is, I'm still around Dr. Moyne. And I asked if we would do the show together so he could share these powerful ideas with you. So we have a few minutes left in our show today, Dr. Moyne, for any additional ideas that you'd like to share. Well, that was a great story, Eric, um, about gifting your wife the tank of uh, uh, gasoline. The I wanted to share a couple final golden nuggets that I know are gonna help you guys a lot. And one, well, one of them is actually an insight. And it's that, 
scripts are not only going to enrich your business life, enrich your wallet and your finances, scripts are going to enrich your personal life. We use scripts in marriage. You know, every morning when I wake up, I tell my wife, I love her. I kiss her. I kiss her at, you know, every night and sometimes during the day if she's around and, and there are many, many other scripts we can use, but uh, really it's, it, some people, I think who don't like scripts, who don't get into the artistry and the power of scripts, they think it's just something to use during the sales day and they don't realize how incredibly powerful they are with, with children, with our neighbors. Do you ever have a disagreement with your neighbor, with our in-laws? Who uses scripts? Everyone uses scripts because the only alternative to a script, a script is simply, write this down, a script is an organized collection of words. The only alternative to scripting is something that psychologists call glossolalia, which is word salad. It basically, if you talk nonsense, if you, if you talk like this, up, down, desk, computer, headset, floor, if you talk like that, you may not be using a script, but if you organize your words, whether you do it subconsciously or consciously, it's a script. So my question is, why not use the best scripts, the best combination of words that you can use? Napoleon once said, we rule men with words. We rule men with words. And I've changed that. I've updated it to say that we rule men with words. We rule women with words. We rule children with words. And write this down. We rule ourselves with words through our self-talk what words are you saying to yourself right now wow this is exciting i can't wait to start working on my scripts to identify all the objections i hear and then to come up with the best responses to those objections or are you saying i already knew this and i'm not going to change anything if you said the second thing your sales are not going to increase if you said the first thing you're excited you want to apply some of what you learned today, you know, you could potentially double your sales this year. I had clients last year, I had uh, several of my clients who more than doubled their sales. One person tripled her sales. The final tip I want to leave you with, I'll turn it back over to Eric, is make your scripts invisible. The reason that some people don't want to use a script is, oh, is they say, uh, Oh, Dr. Moyne, my clients are going to figure out I'm using a script. No, 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 no. Think of your favorite actors. You know, we, we had the Oscars last night. Think of your favorite actress. Are you aware when you're watching one of your favorite movies that they are acting? No, you're caught up in the action. And this is even more true in real life. When you are with a sales superstar, and they are going through their presentation. All you know is that this person understands me. They, they, they understand my needs. They're gonna help me fulfill my needs. I'm gonna be so happy with the solution that they're recommending, with the product they're recommending, with the combination of services they are recommending. So you wanna make your scripts invisible. And how do you do that? You want to always sound authentic and be authentic. You, you can use scripts and be the real 100% you. 
And one of the ways of doing that, believe it or not, is don't be too polished. Don't, you, of course, you never want to read a script in front of someone, but you want to kind of semi-memorize them. And it's perfectly fine when you are answering a question to pause and to say, mm, to say, ah. If you've ever took uh, uh, a class on how to give speeches, or you've been in Toastmasters, they tell you to eliminate the ums, eliminate the ahs. But you know, in sales, it can actually be good to occasionally use them because it makes you sound real. It makes you sound like you just thought of it that moment. So they ask you a tough question, which you know is coming because objections are predictable. And you can say, hmm, let me think about that. Hmm, you know, and then you give the answer. So it's like you just thought of it. It's fresh. They would never think it's a script. It just, it's just something you just... Just, just some genius thing you just thought of. So you can make your scripts invisible. That's what great actors and actresses do. And even some of our politicians. Bill Clinton was famous for that. He would pause and Ronald Reagan did that also. He would be asked a question. He would say, well, and he would look kind of like down left. Well, and then he'd look up and, and give this great answer. So uh, with that, Eric, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn it over to my friend, my partner, Eric Lawful. Fantastic, Dr. Wine. Those are some great ideas. And uh, I have a couple final thoughts to share with all of you. You know, me as a, um, as a learner, you know, when I am learning something new that excites me, I like to look for any content I can find. So I invite all of you to look for any content that all of you can find on scripting. And I knew that a number of you were going to email me and a number of you did email me and you wrote the word script and I'm going to send you that. You're going to get rewarded because I'm going to send you that piece of content and I'm going to give you an extra reward because I wrote one of the most comprehensive books ever on scripting called sales scripting mastery. And I'll send you the PDF of that book. You don't have to double ask me. Just if you email me, Eric at ericoffhome.com. If you're watching the recording of this or if you're watching live, just type the word script in the subject line. And I'll send you that piece of content I promised earlier, plus the PDF of my book. And the quote that I learned from Dr. Moyne is human beings respond in predictable ways. Human beings respond in predictable ways. Prediction is a form of power. Mm -hmm. So when you go into a sales presentation and you know it's going to land with your prospect, it doesn't mean they're going to buy. But it is so powerful to walk into a presentation knowing they're going to be very excited about your offer. And that's what scripting does. And I want to share one last idea. And uh, Dr. Moyne, I had emailed you the other day about my involvement ending world hunger and my desire to use the things that you have taught me to do my part in making a contribution. Now, when I say ending world hunger, I'm not saying I, one human being, get going to end world <laughs> hunger. I'm saying that if there's literally like 10 million of us that all decide to put some energy towards solving this problem, that it, it's a solvable problem. And so um, when I am talking to people about ending hunger, I'm not going to say to people, my script's not going to be, I live in Plaster County, California, and I'd love your help because we are going to solve the hunger issues in Plaster County, which that's great, but that's not the sexy script that I want to use. 
nor is it what I want to create because I think it's a lot sexier to say that I'm going to bring ideas to contribute towards eradicating world hunger and saying it from a place of certainty and saying, hey, would you like to come on board and you can be a part of this and we can all work together? Because to me, that's just such a, it's such an inspiring idea that motivates me to want to be involved to, uh, there's an estimated 800 million people that are dealing with hunger issues a day, whether that's um, dealing with hunger pains all the way through to dying of starvation and everywhere in between, that's the size of the problem. And I believe that um, the efforts that I can bring to the table can make a difference and I can get a lot of people excited about that. So my script, when I'm talking to a billionaire and saying, hey, we need your help and you know, would you donate $10 million or whatever I ask for, um, it's not going to be, you know, we're trying to solve it in this country or that country. It's, you know, the mission here is to end um, world hunger globally. And so that will be the script. And so, Dr. Moyne, I just want to thank you for all that you have taught me because it's it's allowing me to be the, you know, literally what you've taught me to be the best dad I can be and the best husband I can be and the best business leader and the best humanitarian in um, using my gifts and talents. And you've created a a level of power within, within me that without under, without scripting, it wouldn't be happening. It just, it, I just know that it wouldn't. And, and I really thank you for that. Well, you're very welcome, Eric. I give you all the credit. You, uh, as I've told people before, you are my number one student. You're my partner. And you had to recognize the power of what you were learning. Eric and I have spent entire days uh, teaching scripting, going through, we, we, there's just so much more. We're going to, I promise you, ladies and gentlemen, we will have a future influence show on uh, going into even more detail about some of the incredibly powerful and fun things, fun things you can do with scripting and with words and, and you know, ways of just creating incredible joy in your life. Uh, with scripting, as Eric said, it is a form of power. And whenever you can predict anything, you have power. If you can predict the weather, you have power. If I if I knew for certain that next December there's going to be a freeze in Florida, I would have the power to create millions and millions of dollars of income for myself. Because if there's going to be a freeze in Florida this coming December, I would buy orange juice futures because the oranges freeze, orange juice suddenly skyrockets in value because most of our orange juice is made from the oranges in Florida. Whenever you have power, whenever you can predict something, you have power, whether it's the weather or something a human being is going to do in a one-on-one -on -one relationship or one-to-many relationship. When you can predict what the other person is going to do, you have power in that relationship and in sales you can always do that if you have been in your sales job for one year or longer you should know every objection you can predict everything that the prospect is going to say they cannot predict what you are going to say because you are going to be very flexible very creative you're going to have responses for every personality type of client and that gives you tremendous self-confidence. 
when you are scripted out to that degree and you know how to make your scripts invisible write that down i will make my scripts invisible so say the ums the ahs pause so they don't think you don't want to be too polished it it just makes it when you are scripted to that level and eric is there you feel bulletproof you feel 10 feet tall and bulletproof and that is a, such i've i've experienced that so many times in my life it's such a wonderful place to be i mean it's like you walk in and you say hit me with your best shot you know like that song hit me with your best shot it's like hit me with everything you've got and uh, the highest level of self-confidence which i love to do is if they don't bring up an objection that you know they should bring up if you're selling this product you know they should ask uh this objection uh it might be about price it might be about delivery it might be whatever it is you what you want to do this is this is really awesome is you want to say you know something if i miss mr smith if i were in your position i would want to ask about and then boom come out with the objection 99% of all salespeople never do this. They're afraid people are going to bring that objection up. The reason you have the confidence and the inner strength to do this is that you are prepared with a awesome answer, a killer answer. So you have the confidence to bring it up first because what you don't want to do is you don't want to end the presentation without ever dealing with that major objection and then have them later tell you send you a text message uh, i need to think about it or or bring it up uh you know in a phone call later just be mind-blowingly self-confident bring it up first deal with it and then and then you can close them eric this has been a great show thank you all for being here from all over the united states and canada uh we we appreciate you all we love you all thanks again, everybody you. we will look forward to connecting with you next monday at the same time have a great rest of your day. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, everybody.